real estate investors from Florida, Georgia, and Texas. There's a big online event this coming October that you shouldn't miss. Discover new techniques on how to grow your business and thrive in the middle of the crisis in no time. Just simply go to www.realestateiq.co summit and sign up today. IQ business team and culture. We have 80 plus employees. We have back end and front end UX design. The uh, fast CMA that we're going to talk about can be used on your, your handheld smartphone out in the field so you can get an ARV right away. So that's pretty cool. And um, I got multiple screens here, so I just got to clear that so I can see it. Um, and then we have data aggregation teams because our tools are made so that you can use less time finding data about the off-market leads and more time executing on phone calls or or sending letters or texting or however you try to communicate with those folks to get the deal. Then we have marketing teams, customer service teams, and uh, customer success teams. I'm your speaker tonight. You can all see me there. And then we have sponsors. We wanna thank all of our sponsors here, Quest Trust Company. I'll go through and just highlight some of these. Uh, Quest Trust Company is a custodian of your IRA. And so if they hold it, you can do your self-directing of how you want your IRA invested. You can invest it in real estate. Uh, if you, there's all kinds of, of uh, parameters around that, but they can tell you all of that. I can use it as a uh, gap funder for another investor. So say this investor has a hard money loan that's gonna be at 160,000. Their total all-in costs are 180,000. They need 20,000 to do closing costs and, and get the ball rolling and so I can use my IRA with them as a, in a second lien position, loan them the $20,000 at whatever interest rate we agree upon and whatever points we agree upon, and then move forward with uh, being a part of that deal. So that's a way that you can utilize your Quest Trust Company. Investor Loan Source, Blink Lending, Bay Mountain Capital are all hard money, private money lenders. They all are unique in certain different ways, some with different fees, some with the types of loans they will loan on, some with the areas that they will loan to, maybe just in Texas or all over the United States. So I encourage you to get a hold of them if you're looking for hard money or private money lending and you can uh, get to know what their requirements are. Action coach, business coaching will help you set up your business and uh, get you rolling in that regard. And then you have real property management. That's a property management company that you can count on so that you don't have to be the landlord and you can focus on acquiring more deals. And then note school is uh, if you want to invest in 
in real estate without doing wholesaling, without doing fix and flips, uh, you can invest in buying notes, buying the underlying notes and getting a return that way. So that's what note school is. And in the chat window, all of the contact information has been in there. All you have to do is cut and paste and you can gather that information for those contacts and you can scroll back at any time during the session and grab that. We have a lot of webinars and online education, especially since COVID started. We moved everything from in-person to online and there is a lot of training that's going on right now with a lot of professionals in the areas of Houston, San Antonio, Austin, and Dallas. And so we encourage you to go out there to our community and see what's going on and I'll pop over here real quick. This is our community screen. It's at realestateiq.co and you can see right here is the community. There's uh, groups out there and there's feeds out there. Um, these are different things going on. If you go to the groups, you can see the different groups and you can become a part of those groups. There's local real estate groups like the Dallas REIG real estate investor groups. Um, there's client relationship and account management team groups. There's all kinds of groups that you can become a part of. And then uh, in our marketplace, this is where you can find uh, education. These are different real estate organizations. You can uh, narrow it down by region. You can just click over here on an area and you can zoom in and you can see what's going on in Dallas. And uh, you see the Texas Investors Club. And then you can see the Dallas REIG. If you go over here, uh, let's see, I guess you have to go over here. These are just some other vendors that are sitting out there. And uh, so you can find them that way. You can find funding. Again, this is our, our sponsors. And there's others out there, Jet Lending. There's all kinds of funding solutions that you can go to, Longhorn Investments, private money, Freedom Private Money. These are all trusted money lenders. And you have vendors out here, lots of vendors for, um, oh, just, Strata Ventures is helping you get, get started, uh, fast track remodeling, all kinds of stuff, Garland Property Solutions, Orange Doozer, all kinds of different people out here. And if, you have, if you're interested in notes, there's notes school, there's all kinds of things having to do with notes, people who buy notes, people who sell notes, people who manage notes and service notes. You can get notes, notes, notes. And then you go over here and you go to events and you can see all of the events that are coming up. We have a book club going on. We have how to take down, take advantage of the down markets and rentals coming up. Uh, wholesaler club, off market deal finding, properly setting up owner finance transactions. It's a webinar replay, all kinds of stuff you can go out here and, and uh, get be a part of. So that's our new community page, and we look forward to seeing you out there. There is a sign-in here that you have to do. It's free to register, and uh, that's how you get into that.
This event's brought to you by Real Estate IQ, number one in deal finding in Texas. We provide 45,000 plus leads every month through the MLS and through off-market leads. Uh, these are our high-level suites. The deal analysis suite is what we're going to be talking about tonight. The deal finding suite is to find off-market leads and MLS leads. And then uh, the premium suite is all of this together, but you have skip tracing on some of our off-market lead lists. And let's see, let's go forward. Here's a quick testimonial just about finding deals with deal analysis. We'll just do a listen to this for a quick second. guys, I'm here with Adam at Redneck Country Club at the Jet Lending event, and Adam has been using our system for a while. Adam, could you share with us your experience with our tool? Yeah, so um, I love the tool. It was re it's really been very useful for me as uh, as a new investor. Um, I don't have access to the MLS, so running comps was something that was a problem. Um, now that I have that t the tool, I can run comps. It allowed me to secure my first deal, um, and I'm going to market with it and look to um, because of the comps that I was able to run and get it for the right price. I was able to secure a deal that's probably going to profit me somewhere north of fifty thousand dollars. Oh, fantastic! And by the way. All right, that's one successful person using our fast CMA tool that we're going to talk about tonight on getting comps. Deal analysis suite uh, is made up of fast CMA, which we're going to talk about, repair estimator, and deal analyzer. And then we're adding on to this. I'm going to show you just briefly deal analyzer that, that comes with this subscription, but I also want to show you ROI Muse that we're adding. You can it's a add-on that is way better than Deal Analyzer. Deal Analyzer has been great for us, but this is just leaps and bounds beyond it. So before we get into showing the products, just this is a basic how to analyze a deal. Uh, the first thing is you find the deal, hopefully using Real Estate IQ off-market lead lists or fast the uh, MLS deal finder or something like that. And then you utilize fast CMA, which we'll go over to figure out your after repair value. And just a couple definitions of CMA is a competitive market analysis. It basically in its purest form says, these are all the other houses that have sold recently around the house that you're looking at. What did they sell for? And what did they look like in terms of how, how uh, repaired were they or how good did they look compared to the one that you're looking at? It's a, it's a way to get a dollar figure value for the home you're looking at without having an appraisal done. And eventually you probably will have an appraisal done, but this is so that you can make an offer. And if you wanna find an ARV, an after repair value, that is taking out any of the, the properties in the competitive market analysis that need repairs and only looking at properties that have been repaired to the level that you are going to repair this home to. So it's a look into the future after you've done all of this work to make it look beautiful and renovated, what is the potential that I can sell it for? That's an ARV. So to calculate your offer, 
the maximum allowable offer that you should go for from the number standpoint is 70% times ARV. So if your ARV is 100,000, then you multiply it times 0.7, that's equals 70,000. And then you subtract any repairs that you may need to do, 20,000 in repairs, that leaves you with a $50,000 maximum allowable offer. Now, the reason that we use 70 is because a lot of hard money lenders and other lenders use this as their baseline. So if you want the least amount of money out of your pocket, then you stick with this rule. You can go up to 75% or 80%, but what that does is that takes profit out of somewhere, out of the deal. And it basically takes it out of your pocket because you are increasing your risk because if you estimate repairs at 20 and they end up at 25 or 30 and you had a profit of $10,000, you only had 10,000 before you lose your profit. So I, I don't know if that made sense. Let me know if you would like additional information or, or quite, you have questions on that. If you make an offer at 65% times ARV minus repairs, you're gonna have more cushion in your total deal because you bought it for less. So that 30% that it's taking into account there automatically puts about a 10% return in profit for you based on the ARV. So if you have an ARV of 100,000, it's estimating your profit's gonna be about $10,000. So if you have, if you buy it for less, if you buy it for $45,000, that means that if everything else turned out perfect, then you have $15,000 in profit now because you bought it for less than the 70%. If you bought it for 55,000, then if everything went perfect, you might only have $5,000 in profit then. All right, let's do a quick demo here. So we're gonna go back to the community page and under tools, once you have a subscription with Real Estate IQ, you can go down here to log in to reiq.me. And the first time you'll have to enter in your user ID and password. We log in to this, and this is the product that can be used on your phone. It automatically form fits to whatever device you're utilizing. Across here, you can see the MLS deal finder, fast CMA, county data finder, and then the deal analyzer we're gonna look at and the repair estimator. These are downloadable spreadsheets. You click in here and you can see right here, there's a software video tutorial and this the download. That's how you get to them. And same with repair estimator. Um, just because somebody asked, I'm gonna just pop in, even though this is our focus tonight, the MLS deal finder. You notice if you do a quick search on a 20% discount, you look at a county, say Dallas County. Now there hasn't been a lot of activity, so we gotta go back 30 days to get stuff. Oh, even 30 days is not long enough anymore. Uh, let's go back to March 1st through to 
whatever date, we're about the 12th. Let's apply that range and do a search there. So now you can see if you click this little button, it sorts it, brings up to the top the biggest discounted properties. This is a huge discount because it's a million and a point seven uh, discount on a two point seven five million dollar home. These are not ones that investors typically will go after. But that's why there's such a big discount. You get down here and you look into some reality. Here's one that's 375,000 estimated value. They're asking 190. And so you can see it's about a 50% discount. So if you want to look at the details, you can look at details. This is charming. It needs TLC. That's a code for investor come and fix me type of stuff. And then so this will lead us right into you go off of here and you want to run a CMA. You can click right here and that goes into fast CMA, which I'll show you the way that the other way to get into it. Actually, this is how you would get into it. You go up here to fast CMA, but I am going to go this way because that way we can utilize this particular example. Now you can run it based on distance which it says right here is a priority on recency and distance. Recency as a definition means how long ago did the other homes that you're evaluating sell? So the, the shortest amount of time, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, gives you the best view of what the current sales market is on the MLS. You can also do subdivision. It says if you choose this, it chooses comps with priority on some subdivision, closeness around the, the house that you're wanting to look at. But it doesn't take into account recency. So you could end up with a, something that's 300 days old. That's almost a year old. Actually, it's like 10 months old. And by the time you acquire this property, it'll take a month. And then you rehab it, it might take three months, four months, five months. That's about six months out. That would be a year, that'd be 16 months, almost a year and a half old data that you're trying to sell your home for. That isn't relevant data for what is going on in the current market now. Look at the homes that sold in November compared to right now during the middle of COVID. The market has changed tremendously. And so you wanna get things as close as possible. And then of course you can choose custom and you can alter recency, distance, when it was built, square footage, stuff like this. This automatically has that put into it because we chose it off the MLS. If we didn't choose it off the MLS, you'd have to manually put in the year built in the square feet for the home. So let's go back to just distance and let's run a CMA. In this particular area, there's one. Now, if you don't know, to do a, a, a good market analysis, you want at least three. So starting out, this is not a good area to figure it out. You can click on this and see exactly where that house is. It's still in the neighborhood and it's still nearby, so that's good. It just tells me that in this area with this size of home, 
there isn't a lot of things being sold. Now you get a lot of details in this. And you see also this is 357 days ago when this sold. That's your recency. This is not an area that move, is moving. Is there anything that's active? There's one active for 180,000. And actually it's 170,000. Our subject property is 100 square feet. Well, not quite, it's 50 square feet larger. And so it's just figuring based on this square price per square foot, it's saying this one would, if it were active right now, would be selling for about 181. And this one back here, a year ago, sold for 176.3. So this isn't a great um, example for you. So let's go back here and let's go into Fast CMA. And let's put in an address. What, let me, let me do this one. 4200 Lisbon Street. Then you choose lookup. And you can choose from all of these old ones. I choose the newest one. Automatically puts in the year built square footage. I'm gonna put a different square footage because when this property is finished, it's gonna be about 1355, I think. And we're gonna find the comparables on that. As you can see, it shows there's nine out there to choose from. There's six actives. This is a much more active area. There's, this is also, there's leased information, which means it's an active rental area. So if you are looking to uh, get a rental in this neighborhood, you know that this supports rentals. That other neighborhood showed zero leases. So it's no rentals in the area to give you comps or anything. So as you're looking across here, then you have, you can see the recency even here is a little old, 268. But if you slide this across, see what else was picked, 212. Here's one that's 112, that's better. 226 and 156. So again, there isn't much. This one that is newer, it didn't choose this one for some reason. And maybe because it's a little bit larger, and then you can click down here. And if we're looking for an ARV, we wanna see what some of this description says. This is a completely remodel. So we might want that in our ARV. So we're gonna check that box and say, yeah, that's something we want. And then you might scroll across and just look at what the price per square foot is. Maybe there's one that just stands out as being really low. This 164 a square foot, that's kind of low. So you might wanna see why it's low. So the first thing you can do is look down here and uh, does it say anything? It says it's completely renovated. So I don't know why it's so much lower, but it's something to take into account if you're analyzing the deal that Somebody sold it for quite a bit lower, 245, maybe they just wanted to get rid of it. If you wanna see what it looks like, this one compared to that one, number six and seven, you can go over here to photos. 
And you can scroll down to number six and seven, and you can just put the little cursor right over the top of these and see, oh, it has a nice barn door. Maybe it's a little smaller kitchen, possibly. That's why it sold for less. Maybe they were under duress and they needed to sell it fast. And they said, I'm just putting it on the market for whatever I can get. This one, it looks like an updated fan. Uh, where's the kitchen? I like to look at the kitchen looks much bigger. Yeah, so that one was just probably a little bit smaller, not quite as nice. So it was selling for a little bit less. So that's where you can take a look and see, okay, what what is mine gonna look like whenever I'm done? Is it gonna be closer to this one, number six, or this one, number seven? But that's why you have a lot of different values. So it averages these out and it comes up with, okay, we're gonna say maybe 268. So that gets us close in the ballpark of maybe what our, our ARV should be for this house. But now we wanna look at what's active out there. What are other people selling their homes for? And so we'll just take a scan. We got 275, 245, 304, 227. We're kinda all over the board here, 320. 225 yeah we're all over the board and some are four twos that's four two at 1400 square feet and this is a three two at almost 1600 square feet so that's probably why this one was selling for more it has a more space overall and this one has a little less space and more bedrooms. So that means a smaller living room, smaller dining room. So those are just things to think about as you're looking and comparing. And then, let's see, where was I going? Oh, we're gonna look at actives. Actives are at 209. So this says maybe 268, but your competition says it's about 209. Why is it at 209? Well, there's one right next door, but that's a two bedroom, one bath. This is gonna end up to be a three bedroom, two bath. So you kind of take that one out of the mix. That doesn't, that's not apples to apples. Plus it's a little bit smaller. This one is closer to the same size. That one's a little smaller. It's a three one, but price is 210, price is 200. So now it says maybe 230 for ours. So if I were conservative in this case, I would probably take the 230 and figure that's what I'm gonna be able to sell it for. Even though it shows that other properties have been able to sell for 268 on average, but that was also in a different environment. Things have changed in the last six months. So if I'm gonna take this deal, I'm gonna take it being more conservative and run all of my numbers off of 230. Does that make sense? This isn't generally where you find your ARV, but in this current environment, it's better to be conservative and make your offers conservative than to think you're gonna get pie in the sky, what happened six months ago, and then you come out and you finish it all up 
and you got to sell it for $30,000 less than what you anticipated. That could eat up your entire profit. All of this data is getting pulled off of the MLS. These are actual MLS sales. Now, I did talk to you before about lease data. So if you were going to buy this property and rent it out, this is the average lease that this home might lease for in this area of 1588 or say 1550 or maybe 1600 and so that just shows you what's what your competition is in this area and as you can see there's one at 13 one at 15 one at 17 one at 1250 that looks like they're trying that one that's a little less that's a two bedroom one bath they're trying to lease it out also at 1250 right now they're just trying to move it they want something out of it. And then you can see an investment summary. This is saying you can buy it for 130000 Then this is the estimated price. But of course, if you look at active, this is the discount that I was talking about earlier, 32% based on what they're asking and what the estimated price is. And a rental index of 1.22. Uh, one point, the actives, are they, sorry, I'm looking at the chat trying to answer questions. Are the actives on MLS also? Yes, the actives are active on MLS. Um, this rental index is, it basically says, if you were to buy this for 130,000, and you had to put no additional money into it, then you and you rented it for one for fifteen eighty eight, you should be able to cash flow this property and make money every month. The one percent interest means one percent of the total amount that you have in it. Say you bought this, you had to pay closing costs, which you will, of one percent. And that's what, 1300 bucks. Plus you got some other incidentals. So let's say you all in, you're gonna be at 137,000 and you don't have to do any repairs. You're still above a 1% rental index, which means all things being considered equal, you should be able to cash flow it. And I'll show you how to analyze that through ROI Muse and how simple it is to, to view it. But that is our fast CMA. It's, it's a way that you can say, okay, let me bring up a calculator here. And we'll just run through real quick. So we said that we think our ARV is 230. And if we use our formula times 0.7, and let's say we're, we're anticipating $30,000 in repairs. Then that means we shouldn't pay more than $131,000 for this property. That's the way that you do a quick quick maximum available offer. Now, whenever you go to the negotiate this, you probably would not want to go in and start with that knowing that's your top end. You would want to start with maybe 120 or one or or ask the person, 
what do you want to get out of this? What, what is your number? And if it's less than 131, because you went into this with a guess of where you want to be, then they say, well, I have to get 120,000 out of this. And you say, okay, let me run the numbers. And you see it's under your 131 max. Then you write up the contract and you take that deal because that meets your criteria. Make sense? All right, let's pop over here real quick to our five minute rehab calculator. So let's just use this. This is the spreadsheet that comes up. It's in a Google sheet. You can also ex export it, download it into a Microsoft Excel sheet but we're just gonna keep it in a Google Sheet right here. This is a square footage of the property, so we're gonna say 1355 is what ours is. This is a down and dirty from renovation gurus. If you are gonna make this a rent-ready property and you have no foundation issues, roofing issues, plumbing issues, HVAC issues, and electrical issues, then you could estimate you're going to put in about 19,000 if it's rent ready. A mid grade might be 24, 25,000. And if you're going to make it high end with just cosmetic fixes, 28,000. So that's a down and dirty really fast. Now, this isn't uh, science, but I'll give you a little thought about possibly how you can estimate the foundation, the roofing, the plumbing. I look at it and each one of these is equivalent in my mind of $5 a square foot. Let me make sure that's right, 10, yeah. So bring back our calculator over here. Say you have foundation issues and you wanted a quick little calculation, you take 1355 times $5 a square foot, you could estimate your foundation repairs are gonna cost about 6,700. Now this is totally guesswork. You have to have a foundation person come in and tell you how much it's gonna cost with the engineering reports and everything. But so that you can quickly make an analysis of what my repair budget might be, for this house, say you walked it and you knew there's gonna be foundation stuff and you're on site and you wanted to get it under contract and you saw this is gonna require mid-grade work, then you take mid-grade work and a foundation issue, you take 24, let's say 25,000, add that on to the foundation work and you might figure it's gonna take $31,775. You make an offer, using that number, they accept, and then you have your 10 day or 30 day or 15 day option period so that you can get out of the contract and you bring in your contractor and you validate every single number. And if the contractor comes up and says, oh, well, this foundation is a little bit more intense, it's gonna be another $3,000, then you either determine, did you have enough built into this in your profit to eat that? or do you need to go back and renegotiate with the seller and take $3,000 off saying, hey, I estimated 6,700 for the foundation repair. 
here's my contractor bid, came back at, at $10,000, $11,000. I need to make my offer this amount. So it's just a negotiation tool. Um, that's one way you can do that. And I just, I use that quick, fast rule for roofing, for plumbing, for HVAC. Uh, it, it really depends on the size of home too. I mean, you get into roofing, as you can see, I'll show you on the next little page. Again, it up here, you change this out. Uh, 1355, automatically changes everything down here. If you hover over this little roof, if there is extra pitches, each pitch you add 500 bucks for. So a standard roof is a front and back, but maybe you have a front and a back and a gable on one end. That's another pitch, so you wanna add 500 bucks for that. Now, according to my rule, we said 37 something. According to this, which is more based on re renovation gurus, uh, it's 4,500. Oh no, sorry. I have to go here and I have to turn that on. It's, oh, and I was doing foundation. So yeah, the foundation is, they say 4,500. Mine said 6,700. So I was a little bit over, which is good. Because if they come back and they actually say, no, 4,500 is a better estimate, then you've made money and that's just gonna go toward your profit or go toward some other area that you didn't anticipate an issue with and you need to have that extra slush fund. But you can go through here and turn these on and off and they automatically come out of your total estimate. And there's all kinds of stuff. And these are all customizable. So after you've done two or three of these and you find that, okay, my foundation guy that I use, he charges me $4 a square foot, basically. That's gonna impact what, uh, oh, actually this is what you change. That one doesn't change it, it's in green, sorry. It's this one that gets changed. Yeah. Oh, and that's because at some point I've been doing this demo and I put a real number in there. So I was right, let's just fix that real quick. And what is this D4? Well, I won't fix it right now because I don't wanna take up your time, but it's just a note for me, I need to fix that. Because it is supposed to be that you change this number and say it's 3.25, that changes this number. So you can go through here and do that. Your paint costs $3 a square foot. You get a guy that charges 275, you can change this and have a closer estimate. Hardwood floors, you don't want hardwood floors. You just want regular floors and you estimate 410. And you have to make sure that includes installation. If that doesn't include installation, you need to up that for however much square footage you get charged for installation. And then this just adds up the prices for each of these different areas. And as you can see, it gets down to if you want to, you have out individual outlets, you have to swap out. 
or glass only or a full window, all kinds of stuff. Then at the bottom, this is subtotal for this area. This adds all three areas. And then you always want a 10% grace factor in your budget for all the unexpected things that will happen. Not that might happen, but they will happen. And so this is actually gonna be your estimate rehab budget. Does that make sense? And did I answer the question about prices at the end? And we are going through this really slow tonight for some reason. I must be talking real slow. This is the old deal analyzer. Here you put in your numbers after repair value, wholesale fees, list price, a tax assessed value, square footage, and then your loan information, if it's a uh, fix and flip, hard money loan, your monthly rent, if it's a buy and hold, your short-term loan information, lots of information. This is the way we used to do it. I'm not gonna show you that tonight, but it is out there for you. If you go to ROI Muse, login, and I'm just gonna log in to this account. They have a residential deal analyze analysis, commercial lease analysis, commercial deal anal analysis. I'm only gonna, oh, and coming soon is a residential rehab estimator, which if it's anything like what this is, it's gonna blow what we have out of the water. So you come in here and let's take, uh, let's see if we have, here's one, Lisbon. That's the one we we're just looking at. So this is saying, okay, we're gonna do a hard money fix and flip type of loan deal. 1364 square feet, three bedroom, two bath, built in 49, has a lot size, this is the address. And let's say our after repair value is gonna be 230,000. I hit the tab key, that means based on $45,000 in rehab, right here that I've put in here, this is our purchase price, maximum purchase price we should have. And that's based on uh, what my criteria over here might be. So let's say, okay, I don't wanna skip all over. Let's just, we have right here rents, 1550 in case we wanted to have that information, automatically figures our property taxes, automatically figures our property insurance. If it had an HOA, you would put that here. This is a loan to value, which is like ARV. This is, if we choose this one, this is our loan to cost. What, if this is our purchase price that they're asking, then this is our loan to cost numbers. This is how much the interest rate is for our lender. This is miscellaneous fees from our lender. This is points at closing. 2.8 is probably not accurate. It's more like three or two. We'll put in three. Um, title escrow, at least 1%. If you need to get a survey, if you need to have an appraisal. How many months is it going to take you to sell it and close it and rehab it? six months. What's the sales commission going to be? We're going to say it's 
how much utility service per month is it going to cost you? 200. So right now, this is the after repair value, the ARV. This is our purchase price. This is our rehab. This is how much it's going to cost you, 177000 Your total investment is going to be $52,000 based on all of this information at a loan to cost. If we switch that to loan to value, which means based on the ARV, our total investment is going to be $14,000. Our gross profit is going to be $16,000. Our return on how much we have invested is 117%. Our annualized return is 235%. Here's a quick little pie graph showing exactly how much everything is going to what areas. And here is how much we're going to need at closing. And here are all of our figures. Talk about a slick analysis tool. This is incredible. Say you don't like that you're only going to make $16,000 and you think I should be making at least 10% of my ARV, so I want to put in $23,000. That's what I need to know about buying this. So I click this right here. And boom, it says I shouldn't pay over $125,812 for this property if I want to make at least $23,000 on the deal. Now that is awesome. If you're a wholesaler and you want to make $5,000 in a wholesale fee, then that means your maximum allowable offer is $120,812. You want to make $10,000? You need to get this thing for 115800 in order to have somebody else have a great deal. Now you change these numbers and say this is 70% ARV means they're going to, the person who does this deal is going to have to come to mark, come to closing with $19,000. You're still going to have to purchase it for 115 as a wholesaler if you want 100 or if you want 10,000, but say, this is your own deal and you don't have to worry about that. You just know you need to buy this for 125812 and you're going to make $23,951. And it automatically changed what your ROI is, your analyzed return, and how much you need to come to closing with. That is a sweet, sweet product. Now, it goes even further. Say you're not going to fix and flip this. What if you are going to want it as a rental and you want to finance it. All right, we already know this is our rents that we're going to get. Property taxes, no HOA. Repairs and maintenance, we're going to figure five cents, five cents, five percent annually. We're going to have somebody else manage it. It's going to cost us 10%. Uh, if there's other owner paid expenses, Vacancy, 3%. CapEx reserves, 3%. How long, how many months until we can lease this? Based on the repairs we have to do, say we're not going to be able to lease it for two months. So that takes into account some stuff. Um, the annual rent increase, 2%. Annual expense increase, let's say 3% on the expenses. Appreciation on this, maybe, maybe 3%. And disposition sales costs. That means whenever you're done with this, 
how much is it going to cost you to get rid of it? Let's just say it's going to cost a full 6% because we want to just unload it through the MLS and not deal with it. All right, so that's that information. Here is how much you're going to loan, get a loan out for, what your interest rate is, the lender fees, points of closing, points of payoff, title escrow, all that stuff. Let's say your decision criteria is you want a first year cash on cash return of 20% or you want an equity capture of 80%. Right now, you're not seeing that purchasing at this price. So that means if you click this little button, you have to purchase it at 118,500 with 45,000 in repairs. Now, if you're gonna rent this, you're probably not gonna put 45,000 in repairs. You're probably gonna put 20,000 in repairs. So you switch that out. Now, you can buy this for 155,000 and you can still have an equity capture in it. Now it goes down here and it shows you your annual cash flow negative $300. Let's see. There's one place there is holding. I missed that. How many years are you going to hold this? You're going to hold it five years. You're going to hold it 10 years. Whatever. You put that in, get down to the bottom. And um, it shows you your potential rental income for year one your vacancy rate, effective rental income, operating expenses, CapEx annual debt service, how much you're paying on the underlying mortgage. This isn't gonna make you any money. You're gonna be losing money in this scenario. So you gotta change something in order to make it, which most likely the purchase price, let's say we're gonna get it for 132,000 change that now what does it tell you oh look at that you buy it for 132,000 you're now going to make $850 a year how much you're going to make a month $71 not still really great so this is it just helps you walk through different scenarios and see what the options might be there's also BRR, hard money. BRR stands for buy, rehab, rent, um, something and repeat. Maybe, it's, maybe there's one too many R's in there. I don't know. Um, let's see. And the question here, did you already go over the price for the premium suite? I haven't. No, I, I'll switch back here. I just wanted to show you guys this ROI Muse because it's so powerful. This whole thing talks about what if you get a hard money loan and then you convert it to a 30-year fixed loan or 20-year fixed loan. Are you going to be able to make money on it? Again, it's lots of data showing on a rental. This is not a good rental. This is a fix and flip deal. So I'll get off of this. You can see it's a powerful analysis tool. We'll get back here. All right. Sum this up, we're at seven o'clock. Deal finding suite, we talked about what that is, off-market leads. 
uh, with Real Estate IQ, we have a lot of on-demand training, real-time training. We have a support team that's waiting for you. Try to get a two-hour response time by calling this number or sending an email to this email address to answer your questions and get you moving. So if you're interested in our heat maps, which just sort of shows you where where the pre-foreclosures, most pre-foreclosures are in the metro area you're looking at or where the biggest discounted deals on the MLS are or where the biggest rental income deals are. You can check any of those. If you are looking for private money, hard money, contractor, insurance, wholesaler, just you can check any of those and we'll connect you with those people. And then if you have need title and law or escrow, commercial broking, self-directed IRA, not interested, you can check whatever you like there. And then this is just, we're just wondering, when are you planning to purchase an investment property? And you can click that there. While you're thinking about that, I'm gonna go on. So the deal analysis suite that we talked about is $15 a month. If you buy it by the year, you get two months free. So it's only $99 for a year. And the ROI Muse is, let me go back here. You can go to our homepage under tools and go to ROI Muse. And you can order that you can do the residential. They also have the commercial I didn't even show you. You can get both of them. But the ROI Muse residential monthly subscription is $25 a month. That's really a great deal for the amount of analytical tools that you have with that. So that would be in addition to the $15 for the deal analysis suite. And the deal finding suite, if you were to purchase all the lists that we provide you, it could total up to $5,000. And then the premium suite, that adds skip tracing to these lists, these off-market lead lists, which skip tracing means that you get about five email addresses, you get five, up to five cell phone numbers, up to five regular numbers. Sometimes you might have relatives information and relatives phone numbers and emails, things like that, so that you can track down who to talk to for these off-market deals. And then um, that's just saying what I said. Here's the synopsis. Monthly subscription with a 50% discount for you guys is $159 a month. The regular, and that includes this and this. The deal finding suite is $96 a month. It does not have skip tracing. It has the off-market leads and MLS deal finder and county data finder and the deal analysis suite. That's 96 for the DFW metro area. And then you have the deal analysis only for 15 and then you have ROI Muse for 25. All right. Now, is ROI Muse included in the premium? No, it's not because we actually have to purchase that from ROI Muse itself. That's not a software that we developed ourselves. And then, um, let's see, anything else? 
let's see, for the deal finder suite, can a member extract the deals to a separate spreadsheet? Yes, you can, they come on Google Sheets and you can download it to Excel and then you can sort and manipulate the data all you want. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.